Welcome to Retro Reality, a weekly podcast recapping your favorite reality TV shows and iconic reality moments from Bravo, MTV, and more. Hosted by friends, soulmates, and sisters, Annie and Erin, who have been obsessed with and bonding over Bravo and other reality avenues their whole lives. So don't be all uncool and hop in the family van with us as we go on a wild ride of iconic seasons, cringy AF moments, and delusional reality stars. New episodes out every Throwback Thursday. All right, on to episode seven, right? Yeah. So episode seven, Real Housewives OC, season one, (laughs) is called The Finale. It aired May 2nd of 2006. And the description on wikipedia.org pretty short it says joe and slade continue to have problems and shane number one housewife prepares (laughs) to leave for college so shane's back in the descriptions right this description is so short for the amount of things that happen in this episode and it's the last episode so they only want to talk about shane (laughs) So, you know how every year Wikipedia asks for donations to like yes. stay afloat. Yeah, yeah. Shane is yeah. definitely paying his donation. <laughs> He's changed check all me. the descriptions about himself. Yeah, fact check me on that. Gina, Shane's mom. <laughs> I do think it's interesting. Gina says, because this is like Shane is going to college. Gina says that the whole family is looking forward to Shane leaving because he sucks the energy out of the room. I'm like, what a shitty thing to say about your kid. <laughs> but so true. He's such a buzzkill. Yeah. He's such an asshole. Yeah. I think it's true that like Shane takes up so much energy. I mean, like just, just, just think about the amount of energy he's stolen from us in the last whatever amount of time. Like yeah. Shane literally <sighs> cannot get enough of himself. And, and I can agree that like Gina is probably excited for him to go away to college mm-hmm. and for him to, in some way, shape or form, like get his own life. <laughs> so yeah, that Cause Cara- he really like relies on his family for having a life. Which is, like, not horrible for a teenager, but he's 18 going to college. Like, get a life, bro. Yeah. I think that Carter and Colton really need some alone time with mom. Speaking of alone time with mom. Yes. Yes. Diamond shopping. (laughs) It's like a Tupperware party, but with diamonds. It is literally an OC Tupperware party. It's, like, it's even more so the OC's LuLaRoe. Yes. (laughs) The Midwestern LuLaRoe is to party as this diamond party. I mean, correct. It's the same thing. Um, Math. (laughs) Yes. So it looks like a fun party, though. It does. And so here's everyone that's at the party there's Gina and Kara, 
And I think that Gina is the one that is like invited originally, correct? Like she's the yeah. one with the dollar dollar bills. She's she, the one like hosting the Tupperware party. Yes. And then there's like a person who's like presenting the Tupperware. Yes, the Tupperware. <laughs> and she invites Vicky to come and also Lori to come. I assume Lori got the invite from Vicky because we haven't really mm-hmm. seen very much of like Gina and Lori. So this is like one of the first times that we have three housewives in the same room, correct? Yes. I was going to say Joe's not there, right? Joe, I don't think is there. Okay, then yeah. And I don't think Kimberly is there. Right, because they go to tennis later. What did you think about this diamond party? I, first of all, very proud of Lori for treating herself. I think she's a very responsible person. And she said something like, I don't know if I can afford this or something like that. And Vicky was like, well, think of all those leads that we have and how much money you can make X, Y, Z. I just think she deserves some bling in her life. And she got it. Yeah. She bought that diamond necklace for herself. I thought it was like really cute. Like how she was like thinking about what she was doing while everyone else was just buying, spending money. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell for Lori, this was like, I want to commiserate the fact that like, I'm making my own money. I'm Mm -hmm. finally on an upward lift of life. Yeah. And um, I also thought it was really cute that she went back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, like Vicky, her girl like really talks her into it which isn't surprising because we know Vicky more um but it is also funny because it's like Vicky's her boss and she's like yeah. no you got this like we're gonna make a lot of money together mm-hmm. so yeah I'm sure she like does really say cool. something like that yeah. we're gonna make a lot of money yeah and I thought it was funny like Vicky was already thinking about getting a new setting for her wedding ring. Um, And I think that's just like, for me, it's like foreshadowing for like Vicky and her relationships. Mm. Like she always wants bigger and better and she cannot help herself. Yeah. That's a really good point. That's so true. She can't just like be with Dawn. She can't just like we didn't want her with Brooks, but everything she always needs to like level up in some way. And I feel like maybe she wants those like milestones in relationships where like an engagement, an engagement party, um, bachelorette party. Like she wants all those things. Yeah. And if she gets them with like Dawn, then she can't have them again because she's married. Yeah. So then she needs to break up and do it again and again. It's like a crave for attention as well. She and you, we know she loves attention. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was funny that this diamond party is how Gina sees best to bond with her daughter. Yes, <laughs> she buys her I, diamond earrings, which is insane. I just like, and she hasn't even graduated from college or um, high school or anything like that. This is like, she's sixteen. We're commiserating. Like we're commiserating that she like got a good grade last semester. Like it's not 
anything special. But like Gina even talks about how because Shane's leaving for college, she needs to find ways to bond with Kara. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, diamond party. I mean, that's just like the it's hard because we keep talking about how like their lifestyle is one of the least relatable ones and this just confirms they really have one of the least relatable lifestyles of anyone on the show yeah um i was about to look up her net worth (laughs) gina's (laughs) it's probably different now though after the market crashed yeah it says like just below three million but those aren't 100 percent accurate I bet she had a lot more money before the housing market crashed. Yeah. Um, and maybe she's not even working Because anymore. that would have affected her a lot. I, I, um, this is also the episode where, like, Shane actually, like, leaves for college. Yes. And, right. yeah, he, like, tells his mom to shut up at some point. <laughs> which I hate. I just can't stand him. She's right. He just like sucks the energy out of the room, out of the podcast. He's got Um, anger issues. Yeah. There's also a scene in this episode that um, really reminds me of a lot of future Real Housewives scenes where it's um, completely unneeded acting (laughs) and that's when Kimberly and Joe pretend like they're gonna go play a tennis match with women Mm -hmm. um, from the like women's tennis league at the club when they've never practiced together ever in their entire lives yeah (laughs) and they act like they weren't just using that as a ploy to get drinks together and talk right mad shit about um slave yeah and this is when she reveals that she's like still living on his dime so that's like super complicated to be like driving his car using his credit card like she also i think in this episode talks about how many times he called her that night that he broke up with her oh i missed this and like how pathetic he was. There's like a scene of him like standing up the phone, like, Joe, call me back. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about, I think. Where like he clearly needs her when she's realizing more and more that she does not need him. Yeah. I think that's kind of what I was getting out of that like final episode of the two of them. Yeah, but spoiler alert, they get back together. Yeah, and they get back together. For now. <laughs> yeah, for, for this episode. <laughs> this I episode. have written, I have written down Slade wants to be a housewife so bad. <laughs> he literally. But that's like the running joke for so long, for so many seasons. Everyone says it. Like Slade wants to be a real housewife. Uh-huh. When Shane is the first male real housewife. <laughs> yeah. And he's much cuter. And like as annoying as he is, he's got more going on for him. At least he was drafted. (laughs) In this episode, 
Joe comes back to like get her stuff from the garage that yeah. um, Slade was supposed to pack and he does it in a shitty way. He just like throws it all in boxes, which like that's how I would pack it up too. <laughs> but she totally. is about to like leave with all of this stuff and he goes out and, out and just like takes the license plate off her car. It's like technically his car. But what a petty move. Like can't you be an adult for five seconds and just like let her take her stuff home without getting pulled over by the police for not having any plates like just chill out for a second and then she just yeah, gets in the car and drives off <laughs> i completely agree like there's so many times in the real housewives if you like watch the show religiously you know there's so many times where like people are trying too hard because they're mm-hmm. trying to like make a good scene for the show And this is really the first time that you see someone like rage and try too hard. And it's just not cute because you're not the main character of this show. No matter how hard you try and how Mm -hmm. much of a good act you give, Slade, like you're never going to be a real housewife Mm -hmm. of Orange County. And I I sound like Vicky right now because I know she says this to him and like so many things. But it's true. It's like from the very beginning, he tries so hard and it's just obvious. Like these other ladies are so good at it and he just doesn't. Yeah. Simple as that. I'm glad that they're not on the show anymore because he's like, like currently, because he's just insufferable. Like I'm not a fan of Gretchen, but I'd rather watch horrible Gretchen without Slade than Slade be involved at all he's just I can't even tell you about the deep dive on TikTok I've gone on Slade and how he doesn't pay child support just saying yeah isn't that like a whole storyline like later in the seasons that Vicky and like Tamara get into and it's like supposedly a lie but like his his like um his ex-wife has like come out and like said yeah it's true he doesn't pay child support so i think that's scum okay agreed um so joe and slay do get back together they have a conversation and whatever they decide to get back together and the other thing i remember happening in this episode which was really sad was um lori volunteers for her like current (laughs) boyfriend's rock concert charity event and he's the headliner or he's like playing i don't know and no one shows up yes and i loved that (laughs) she's like well they missed a really good band and i thought that was really awkward (laughs) yeah it's just like I don't know why they showed that to us. Maybe to make us feel bad for Lori even more, but like I already feel so <laughs> bad for her. I just this is that. this is the <laughs> same episode where um she like does she go to Mexico on like a family vacation? We don't see that part, but the boy, the guy that she was like kind of seeing that she introduced to her kids is buying they don't say this, but he buys weed in Mexico and then Josh tells his mom Lori and so then she breaks up with him because he is yeah this in, ha- in a happens in the, they tell us that that happens um in the reunion but I'm sure it was this time that that was happening yeah yeah 
And crazy. she even she even says that like they don't ever say that it was weed, but she says that it was legal in Mexico at the time. So like what he was doing wasn't illegal, but it was like around her kids. And so it like she didn't like that, which is understandable. Yeah. And so, I thought it was really I thought it was interesting because Josh is the one that like brings it to her attention. And it's like very mature thing to do. And he probably just didn't want to get in trouble. Like go back to juvie. Yeah. Or like Lori finding out that he was like around it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would have been detrimental for him. Yeah. The whole episode ends with Kimberly's 45th birthday. Let's talk about how Kimberly's 45. Yeah. She just old is 45. How old is Bianca? 14 or something? Younger? 13? I don't think she turned. It was like her 14th or 15th birthday, I feel like. Okay. It wasn't like 16th birthday because you know they would have done like a sweet 16. Oh, yeah. That was like prime time sweet 16. Sweet 16. I love that show. Copyright. Copyrighted. (laughs) So it ends with Kimberly's 45th birthday, which is iconic when you think about this. This is the first time ever that the Real Housewives have an ending party. This becomes Mm -hmm. the legacy of every single season, of every single city of Real Housewives. That She's done it all. um, That Yeah, like traditionally, they end on a party. And it's just like so sad to know that Kimberly once again, is the reason for the season. (laughs) And we're only going to get one season with her, spoiler alert. And it's supposed Um, to be like a joint party, birthday party for her and Joe. Yes, her and Joe. So at the like whole tennis, I forgot to mention that. um, At the whole tennis showdown, they decide to have a birthday party together. So that this is the first time all the ladies are together, right? Yes, I think they oh all showed up party. Yeah. This is the first time that Bravo realizes we should make them interact. <laughs> yeah, they should be real friends. So Joe says she's coming to the party with a surprise guest. Mm-hmm. And Kimberly spreads the news quick that Joe and Slay broke up. But now... Joe's bringing a guest to the party and she's like so excited. She hopes it's a new man's. Um, she's like, can't figure out who's it's going to be. No one guesses it's Slade. Yeah. Um, and then down walks Joe and Slade. And we find out that Joe and Slade are back together after wah, the wah, like whole dra- dramatic exit that they just yeah. had. Um, and this party is pretty boring, actually, when you think about all of the, like, Real Housewives ending parties that we've had. There's no arguments, really. There's no fighting or anything like that. It's more of just, yeah. like, cheers. Um, but they all just yeah, kind of meet boring. for the first time, I feel like, all of them. And Joe and Slater back together. That's really what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I can't really think of anything else. Can you? Let me look at my notes. Please. Oh, you know how they do like those 
<clears throat> ending credits where they talk about like, oh, Gina is good at real estate. We find out that Joe and Slade break up after this party. And they break up once again. Slade dates Lori for like two weeks. Yes. And it's funny because at this party, I just remembered, or maybe it was the one before, they were talking about how like, how rich Slade is, but like just talking about how he has money and like a nice home and stuff. And Lori says, does he have a brother? And then she dates him. it's, It's so foreshadowing. She gets what she wants. She secrets it till it's real. And then they only I date for like two that... weeks. And then they Joe and Slade get back together. <laughs> yeah. And they like tell that all like on the slides or whatever. Yeah. And they even so show funny. a picture of Lori and Slade. Like kind of looks like they're at a club or like a dark restaurant. Yeah. And they're just like, I think one picture they're kissing. God, he just hops around, doesn't he? He really does. It's just proof that he's dated so many housewives. Yeah. Um, yeah, they don't really tell any other like juicy secrets. They basically just say, like, Kimberly's still living her life with her beautiful children. Mm-hmm. Um, they mm-hmm. say my heart. They say that uh Lori's son goes to live mm-hmm. with his grandparents. Um, and we find out this is actually a really healthy thing for him. Yeah. Um, they talk about how Gina's family's doing better now that Shane is at college. <laughs> now that we got rid of the life ruiner. They talk about how Vicky um, sent both her kids back. Well, she sent Michael back to college, Brianna to college for the first time, and she's still alive. <laughs> Basically is what they say. <laughs> um, and then that's it because we talked about Joe's and how it's really just about her and Slade breaking up, getting back together, breaking up. Yeah. Or no again. And that is the finale. Yeah, kind I mean the final party is boring. They get so much better as the franchises grow. That's for sure. The reason why the final party, in my opinion, is not as interesting is because it's more like the starting party for them. It's mm-hmm. like the beginning. Like them. Definitely. I think it's the producers realizing that this could be a good show. It could really be iconic. Um, we should get these women together and we should see how they interact with each other. And it takes basically the producers all season long to recognize that the women are better together than they are apart. And yeah. so. I really feel like the final episode is like the beginning of the franchise of them starting to see what Real Housewives are going to look like in the future. Um, even though this season kind of sucked, like we've said. Yeah, kind there of were a boring. couple of like juicy episodes. Yeah, I think that they definitely take season one of the OC and they use it to create the show. Like it's yeah. not to improve everything else yeah which is crazy when you think about how many different franchises exist because of because of vicky (laughs) 
because of season one of the OC. The OG uh, of the OC, baby. Baby. So when does, do you know when season two premieres? Does season two of Orange County premiere before season one of New York? Because New York is the second Let me franchise. Look. So January 16th of 2007 is Orange County. Real Housewives then, season one, New York is March 8th, 2008. Yes. So we so get, they have. They get a second season before Real Housewives of, or- of New York City gets their first season. They actually get three seasons. Oh, really? So, yeah. So um, season three of OC premieres November 6th of 2007. And it ends um, January 29th, 2008. And then New York comes out right after that. Nice. Nice. Wow. I didn't know that because they always talk about like there's always that rift between like Vicky and Ramona talking about like which one put them on the map. But like put them on the map. OC had three seasons before New York had their first one. So it's like it's hard to say that it was New York when the OC started it all. And it wasn't just like a one season wonder. And then they had to like go into a different franchise like they stuck with it for three seasons I think that I think that what happens in season one of New York City though is so iconic and so weird and so crazy and somehow it's like more interesting um like OC is interesting because it's the beginning of something, but New York City is interesting because they're weirdos. They really are just like crazy, like Alex and her husband. (laughs) You can't make that up. No. And it's New York City. It's like the most iconic city in the world. And it's these women who live in this city wanting to be on camera showing their lives. That's like, that's insane. Yeah, I think that's definitely a part of it. I, I agree um, that New York is better than OC, but New York would have never existed without the OC. So it's it's hard battle to win, Ramona. I was just thinking about how if Orange County never came back, I would be okay with it. <laughs> it's just well, like, not good. I mean, I love Heather Dubrow coming back, but it's just if they just I think it's got rid of it, I'd be fine. I really hope so. I think this season will be a lot better with Heather Dubrow and my girl Emily. I love Emily so much. You don't like Casita, Gina Casita? <laughs> I don't mind Gina, but I love Emily. Like, I just think she's like, you know what I love about like Gina? is exactly what I love about Emily is they're Mm -hmm. just like 
normal people that found themselves on television and it's funny for some yeah. reason yeah I I like Gina more now that she's been a housewife for a few seasons like I think I liked her her first season and then not for like a couple seasons because her she hair looks so really bad. bad for a couple seasons oh yeah and her life shopped really bad for a couple seasons yeah and now she's just looking good She's got her life together. She's got a great little house, great little She's family. She's got her life together. Yeah. Wowie. Uh, so that's season one of Real Housewives of Orange County. I cannot believe it. This is season one of the Real Housewives of the OC. The OGs. That's how, that's how I talk in real life. I'm going to um, isolate that sound. Is that and... going to be the intro? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I agree. It was pretty boring. And yet yeah. we still talked about it for five hours. Yeah. <laughs> Four hours. What is, what is your juicy scoop on Kimberly? Tell me. Oh, I didn't know if we were going to talk about the reunion or not. Oh. Does anything good actually happen in the reunion? Joe regrets being naked on camera. <laughs> we could talk. We could just talk like some details. Juicy deets about the reunion of season one of OC. Okay. Juicy deets. This is the one where I checked out the most. So. <laughs> okay. I, could, I, could I do feel commentary. like I remember <laughs> I feel like I remembered some stuff. Okay. Um, In the reunion, we learned that this is the first time that Lori and Joe have been around each other since mm. Joe walked up to Slade at the bar when Lori and Slade were out together. So that's what's really juicy is, is that Joe actually saw them out together and she like cussed him out for being with Lori in the bar. And Lori heard it and Slade heard it. And Joe never admits <laughs> to cussing him out. Um, yes. So we learned that at the reunion, which I thought was like kind of interesting, right? I would do we the same thing. The oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially if I had some alcohol in me. I oh yeah, destroying that man. Yeah. We also get to the reunion, and Kimberly isn't there. And some people are like, "Why? Do you have any ideas why?" Hmm. Was you have a theory? she being audited? Was she laundering money? <laughs> was, was she auditioning for Real Housewives of New York and moving her whole family out there instead? So what actually happened <laughs> is <laughs> none of the above. Um, <laughs> did you think it was one of those? I think the most, um, the one that would, the, that it would be, would be like, she's being audited. Like the tax people came for You're her. You're never going to guess this. I I'm... got the juiciest <laughs> scoop. Her husband punched someone. I, I thought he was such a good person. I'm like surprised by Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? Mr. Scott punch someone this is what i read it could be wrong you know me I, i'm just repeating false narratives who knows yeah, if we, true or not. we do not provide facts here 
we, this is not a factual platform. Um, so apparently what I heard is, is that her husband punched someone and there was some like legal stuff involved. And because mm-hmm. the show blew up so quickly and so aggressively, they decided to move out of the OC. Okay. Um, so she could no longer be on the show because she didn't live in Orange County. And as we just discussed, um, there wasn't another show for like another two years, one year, two years. But yeah, they moved away because he punched someone and she like didn't want to be on TV again. But what I think is interesting is um, she does make appearances on season two and season three. So I don't know how true that is, but apparently he punched someone and she like didn't want to be in the spotlight because she didn't want to get exposed so maybe i wonder this is probably not true for the first season because it's the first season and they probably didn't know to put this in like a contract or something but you know how now they like have to go to the reunion to get like their full stipend yeah i wonder if that like affected her her pay in any way probably not like i said it's the first season so they wouldn't have thought that they even need like a reunion of that caliber yeah. but that is interesting i really thought that he was like a nice guy he like seemed to really love her and like be really kind yes i know um other things that happen at the reunion that we learn about really is just vicky um admits not admits but she discloses that she was really hurt that people called her controlling because like the camera only shows so much of your life and she's not a controlling person. Um, (laughs) And she just like hopes people can see that like, um, that's just like not who she is, which I think is so funny because like I said at the beginning, like I think that this is the best season for Vicky. So um, she looks the best. To think that she really thought she was going to go up from here is crazy um gina and the reunion basically i think i already said this but she like says that their life is better now Mm -hmm. because shane's not around and (laughs) then Lori tells us that she has met the man of her dreams which and amazing love that for queen Lori. yeah i think that Lori has the biggest glow up from episode one to episode reunion a hundred percent even like in her own right aside from like finding a man that's really wealthy in the final episode it said that her sales are up with insurance so even that's great like she didn't she doesn't need anyone she just found someone that she loves and that's great that's great it just goes to show that if you say the tiktok saying over and over again you will get what you deserve Mm -hmm. what is it like um i have no idea (laughs) Um, I don't chase, I attract mm. what's mine will find me or something like that. I'll clearly yeah, like, don't say it. It's manifesting. She manifested that shit. She manifested that man. <laughs> and that's basically the reunion. I mean, they just, they sit in front of a flat screen TV outside in front of Vicky's pool on bar stools and Iconic. They old clips like 
Andy Cohen would never. They should do yeah. that one time just to like remind them of where they've all come from. Yeah, it's kind of like it reminds me of um, the last reunion of Dallas where Brandy and that other girl <laughs> yes. had COVID. So they just Lee. like prop TVs up. <laughs> yeah, I forget her name. Yeah, that was. <laughs> and like and it- <laughs> their faces were like too big so big and like, like no light on them yeah deandra oh god isn't that the other one deandra oh no it was um oh my god she has the same name carrie it was carrie oh okay right because they like her and brandy rode on the plane together yeah and then one of them tested positive for covid crazy well yeah that's season one Oh my gosh, I can't believe we did it. I can't believe we finished that whole boring season. (laughs) I know I have Uh, to do it again. Not with this season, though. um, Literally, season two is better. I'm telling you. Thank God. Thank God. I'm pretty pretty sure. And I'll take more notes next time. It it can't get worse, that's for sure. Actually, I don't think it was that bad. I like, I mean, it's definitely like good for a first season for like the start of this like epic show. Yeah. It's just like comparing it to other first seasons or other franchises is so hard because it's like, I mean, we know what is to come in the Bravo universe. It's just like hard to be so boring. It's no Jen Shaw getting arrested. It's no Erica Jane. Everything. It's no Scary Island. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on Scary Island. We'll get there. It's no, it's no Bolo Bolo the Stripper. (laughs) It's no uh, Sex Dungeon. (laughs) It's no. Um, big puppy foot, gate, no big foot in the in where are they at? Arkansas. I love they, that episode. So stupid. They it's do that Dallas big girls. foot gag like three times. <sighs> yeah. Did you have another game? Do you want to play another game? Or are you yeah, done? I have one last game, and it's a classic. Okay. We can both answer this. Mary Fucker Kill, <laughs> Slade, Don Gunvalson, or Scott. And my answers may change now that Scott is aggressive. Okay. We've got Don, Slade, and Scott. Kimberly's husband, Scott. Yep. Mary, Don. Okay. Only because if he can handle Vicky, he can most definitely handle my lifestyle, which is right. not Vicky, not Vicky's. <laughs> I just feel like I could ignore him for six weeks and he wouldn't complain, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm going to murder Slade. Right. Because if this taught me anything it's that i hate him right like joe (laughs) 
and I guess I'll like fuck Scott but I might punch him in the face while I'm doing it. <laughs> just like as just all. as a revenge for whoever the issue is he might face. be into that I was gonna say obviously we're killing Slade I don't even know why I included him but I was going to <laughs> marry Scott and fuck Don yeah but I do like your your reasoning for marrying Don because he's definitely just like he'll just hide out in like a bedroom for six weeks and then he'll just come out and you'll be like oh hi <laughs> I assume zero interaction yeah I assume it would be a lot like marrying Caitlyn Jenner and like the relationship that Chris and Caitlyn had when they were married where like yeah. they didn't really cohabitate because their house was so big right <laughs> and I feel like if Vicky was chill, that's exactly the relationship she would have had with Don. But she just cared too much for yeah. that to ever happen. Her love so tank I was assume... never full. <laughs> my love tank. I need my love tank full. <laughs> God, I cannot wait to get into some of her most iconic lines. I know. We only got like a single okay. woohoo out of her this whole season. And that's when not the Vicky the we know. Again. Oh my god, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I thought that was in the first season. And so I'm I'm just excited to look forward to it. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch season two now. It's just I actually don't know if it's be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I don't know when it is. (laughs) Not this season, because we would have discussed for 45 minutes. I feel like it's season three, actually, which is sad, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I like your game. Thanks. I'll come up with some more. Maybe I'll like take a page out of watch what happens live. I'll just like watch some episodes, play some of their games. Literally, I haven't watched watch what happens live in so long. It'll be good for me. To actually watch it i still enjoy it people would disagree i still enjoy it um i struggle with it <laughs> i struggle with the like guest being zoom yeah can't stand that so that's the only thing i don't like about it is when the guests are like zoom it like bothers me because they all talk over Andy and I just hate it. Yeah. It's, and it's like, we don't need to do that anymore. Like you should be striving to get these people in IRL, even if it is below deck and they're in like the Caribbean, don't book them. Book Kate Chastain (laughs) instead. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. And that's that on that. (laughs) Okay, I can't believe it, but we actually finished season one of The Real Housewives of Orange County, the first Real Housewives in the Bravo universe, an iconic season for Bravo in all of reality TV. Next, we'll be covering The Real Housewives of New York, mine and Annie's fave. 
Thanks for listening to Retro Reality. Please rate and subscribe on any and all podcast platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, where we have a new episode every Throwback Thursday. Follow us on social media at Retro Reality Pod on Twitter and Instagram to gab with us on current reality TV and pop culture. We want to give a shout out to Content Factory for our branding, cover art, and merch, John Sib for our intro music, and Bravo for giving us something to obsess over for the majority of our lives.